friends, welcome to this act of worship, the fourth Sunday in Lent, Mothering Sunday, a time of our worship together, whether we're gathered at home, whether we'll view this video on Saturday, Sunday or any time in the week. May God bless you. Our call to worship. Nurturing God, loved and cared for, we offer ourselves in worship and in our lives. Gather us now before you, O God, as a hen gathers her brood to protect them. As we meet today and follow your example, protect us, support us and feed us with your unconditional love. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And through our time of Lent, we've had this Lenten liturgy, which I'm so grateful that Steve Cooper has prepared for us. Would you please respond as the words appear on your screen? The word of God was made flesh. The authority of God rested in a human being. The power of heaven embraced human weakness. We say together, Christ Jesus challenges us to claim the world for God through love. Christ Jesus challenges us to claim the world for God through selflessness. Christ Jesus challenges us to claim the world for God through sacrifice. A world God has created. We sing our first hymn, Lord of Creation. Lord of creation, to you be all praise. Most mighty your working, most wondrous your ways. Your glory and might are beyond us to tell. And yet in the heart of the humble you dwell. Lord of all power, I give you my will. In joyful obedience, your tasks to fulfill. Your bondage's freedom, your service's song, and held in your keeping, my weakness is strong. Lord of all wisdom, I give you my mind, rich truth that surpasses my knowledge to find what i has not seen and what ear has not heard is taught by your spirit and shines from your word lord of all bounty i give you my heart i praise and adore you for all you impart your love to inspire me your counsel to guide your presence to shield me whatever be tied Lord of 
Think of a world without any flowers. Think of a world without any trees. Think of a sky without any sunshine. Think of the air without any breeze. We thank you, Lord, for flowers and trees and sunshine. We thank you, Lord, and praise your holy name. As we herald British summertime, we give you thanks for your creation. God breathed and inspired. Drawing all things to yourself, we pray for your world of all that is and all that is denied. We give you thanks and praise, O God, for your always seeking the lost and rescuing the enslaved. In Jesus Christ, you sought us out and welcomed us to your table. When those who resented your grace crucified him, you raised him to new life. And through him, you're reconciling the world to yourself. And you run to us, arms open, full of compassion, welcoming, redeeming, accepting and transforming. God, we confess our ingratitude for your goodness and grace. We have failed to nurture the needy. Lord, have mercy. We failed to make space in all lives for the brokenhearted. Christ, have mercy. We struggle to forgive those who have withheld their love from us. Lord, have mercy. God of forgiveness, may we serve you, live for you, reveal you. In the name of Christ. Amen. Our first reading is from the Old Testament, um, from the book of Exodus, it's chapter 2, verses 1 to 10, read for us today by Sarah Wardle. The Birth of Moses Now a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it amongst the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe and her attendants were walking along the river bank. She saw the basket amongst the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, 
Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this baby and nurse him for me, and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. Sarah, thank you so very much. We sing um, this song, it's a, it's a number of verses, 11 verses altogether, allows us to really um, submerge ourselves in the words, um, Earth's creator, everyday God.
That was the song Earth's Creator written by Bernadette Farrell. We hear now a gospel reading. This is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 25 to 38, read for us today by Pete Wildman. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations. A light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marvelled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was eighty-four. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. Just a perfect day Drink sangria in the park And then later When it gets dark we go home Just a perfect day Feed animals in the zoo And then A four-year-old and a six-year-old presented their mum with a house plant. It was a lovely plant. They'd used their own pocket money, they'd gone off with another adult and they'd chosen the plant and she was, ah, she was thrilled. The older one, though, had a bit of a sad face. He said, well, there was a bouquet in the shop 
and um, we wanted to get that for you, but it was it was too expensive. We didn't have enough pocket money. It had a ribbon going across it that said rest in peace. And we thought that would be so good for you because you're always asking us for a little bit of peace so that you can rest. A school teacher had been giving a lesson on science. She explained about magnets showing the children how they picked up nails and other bits of iron. The end of the lesson, she wanted to kind of reflect back on what they'd learned. And so she asked them a question. My name begins with M and I pick up things. What am I? Well, Billy, a little boy in the front row, waved his hand and said proudly, you're a mother. Let's look at this picture on the screen. And for those of you in the podcast, I'm really sorry about that. Um, it's, it's a picture of a figure uh, wearing blue with hands raised aloft. We started um, this reflection by hearing a piece of music, well, at least a snippet from Lou Reed's Perfect Day. We long for a perfect day, a perfect world, a comfortable world, or even a contented world. Many a time have I been chastised when things go wrong with the words, well, life is never perfect. And when our comfort, when our happiness is disrupted, it's hard to maintain focus, balance, or even positivity. In the musical world, this is called dissonance. A harsh, disagreeable combination of sounds, discord, or perhaps another definition that we can relate to today. A combination of tones contextually considered to suggest unrelieved tension and require resolution. Dissonance, disharmony, disruption. It's hard to live with. We long for a perfect day. This month in the church calendar, today we remember on this Mothering Sunday, uh, Mary and the reading we've had is about Mary. But in this month, we also remember Joseph, the father of Jesus, St. Patrick, Cyril, Cuthbert, Maximilian Colby, each of these people demonstrating incredible faith in a God who walks with them through the unpredictabilities of life. Uh, and our gospel reading goes to the heart of that, the heart of the matter, the heart of what it is to face life with unpredictability. After the presentation of Christ in the temple, in Luke's Gospel, we hear of Mary and Joseph's encounter with Simeon and Anna. Firstly, Simeon proclaims that on seeing the Christ child, he has witnessed God's salvation. And then we hear, as scripture is read, and the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Simeon then blessed them and said to Mary, this child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in, in Israel and will be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed. And a sword, a sword will pierce your soul, your own soul too. Luke, early in his gospel, weaves a dark thread into what has been a bright tapestry of hopes, inspired songs and prophecy. Not surprisingly, Luke introduces the shadow side of Jesus' saving work most beautifully. Simeon speaks so wonderfully of the child's future that Mary and Joseph are amazed. And to Mary, he speaks poetically of the price both she and her son, Jesus, must pay. I I'm not sure how Mary would have taken it. It certainly doesn't 
feel like the good news the shepherd sung about. And in a way, that's what we're having to grapple with at this time in our world. That whilst we know the joy of Christian faith, the passion which can be experienced through communal worship, the fun time of spending time with friends and family, we also know the reality of the last two years of restrictions and separation, bad news and dissonance. For, for some people, today is a non-day, it's, it's an ordinary day. For others, it's a sad day. For others, a day to reminisce in thankfulness. For others, it's a good day. Mothering Sunday conjures up so much. I was reading some accounts online um, of ministers and how they were approaching the service today. Some are choosing in worship to ignore it. Others offer a tokenistic approach and still others fully embrace the day. Differing views and responses which echo the diversity of the world and of our communities. It is important that whatever our view of this day and of other days, we hold on to the fact that in the good and the not so good, God cares and God is. And we live our lives in the hope that he has set before us, enjoying his provision around us and trusting in his promises. Though we recognise how hard at times it is to trust when everything around us seems to implode personally, with the community and with the world. It might be easy to think of a world at this time without, without some of the things which up to now have been part of it. But as the, the hymn goes, it is harder to think of a world without some of the things that God provides flowers and trees and sunshine and gives us cause to give thanks and what of dissonance what of disharmony well jazz musicians work very creatively with it they blend the discordant notes with a rhythmic pace they capture the wildness and disruptive nature of it with a clarity of sound and interpretations that produces something hopeful joyful and real through the years, Mothering Sunday has been reimagined and reimagined. Historically, from early days, it was when servant girls in large stately homes were permitted one Sunday a year to walk back to their mother church and to see their families, to what has now become a celebration of individual mothers and grandmothers. At times in our lives, Mothering too has been reimagined. Just for a moment. Look at that reading from Exodus. Into a disruptive world, Moses was born. One roadblock stymied Pharaoh's plan. A young, determined lady called Jochebed. While everyone bowed down to this new order, one person would not submit. No one, not even mighty Pharaoh, would lay his hands on her God-given child. She's mentioned only twice in scripture. Jochebed, married to Amram, is from the tribe of Levi, the temple servers. And it was her courage, her determination, perhaps something which we see today in Ukraine, in Syria, in the streets where we live. Her courage, Jochebed's courage, saved a nation. 
um, child was Moses, the great deliverer of Israel. Only eternity will show the greatness of this mother. Moses, one of three, Aaron and Miriam. Twice she gave up her son. First to the Nile River, and then at the age of two to Pharaoh's daughter. The second time must have been even more painful than the first. But she knew that she was really giving up her son into God's hands and trusted that God would look after him. And God worked with Jochebed's faith. Well, what of Moses? He never made it to the promised land. Moses would never see the fruition of his work and maybe his mum would never see it too. And so we need, like Jochebed, like Mary, to entrust ourselves to God, to trust him. And for those of you for whom today is a painful day, as you reflect on loss, as you reflect on missing so many people who are important to you, then I pray that the, the God of, of Mary and Jochebed, that he would draw close to you as you draw close to him, that you might know the peace and the presence of God. Mary, the mother of Jesus, experienced much of Jesus' ministry, but she did never fully understand it. She'd never fully understand the extent of what her son would achieve on the cross and in the tomb. I wonder if she ever realised if she that she was such a part of it. But Jesus always noticed her. Even in the moment when he's supposedly doing the most important act in the whole universe, he notices her. It would have been particularly hard for Jesus to speak due to the suffocating nature of the crucifixion, pulling the body out of shape. And you can hear, you can hear that by how brief Jesus' sentences are. He squeezes out the last things he wants to say, the things that are too important to leave unsaid before he dies. Mother, this is your son. Son, this is your mother. Now, those of you who are watching online, you call the picture that I showed you a while ago. For those of you who are listening to this, it's that picture of a, of a woman dressed in blue with hands raised. I think for those of you who can't see the image, maybe you would say straight away, that's Mary, and it is. It is Mary. And this picture of Mary, the Virgin Orans, as it's called, the unbreakable wall, is from the Ukraine, St. Sophia Cathedral in Kiev. This iconic picture of Mary, who opens her hand in prayer, who has a handkerchief in her, in her belt that wipes the tears. We pray for all who have to flee home, either locally for domestic violence reasons, those in conflict and those in war. May they know, may you know, the tenderness and compassion of Almighty God. So today we give thanks and we pray for all nurturers and carers, those whose hearts ache, those who flee, those who weep, those who lament, those who rejoice and those who just need to be noticed. And we trust, we trust, we trust in God.
Amen. Come, let us sing of a wonderful love, tender and true. we pray for your church worldwide, for its leaders and all its people. May it feed the faithful with your word and nurture those who are hungry in spirit. May it cherish the abandoned and reject and rejected, protect the weak and bind the wounds of those who look for forgiveness and healing. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ who suffer hardship or persecution for your sake. Give them courage and strength in the situations which force them to face the cost of loving you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
We pray for nations and communities torn apart by war and conflict. Ukraine, Syria, Russia. Hold all who have lost family, homes or livelihoods as a result of conflict or persecution. We pray especially for all children orphaned by war and for all refugees. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we thank you for all who show us special love and care. In our families, our church and the places where we live and work. Help us to realise the cost of that love and to return it selflessly. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, we pray for those who live daily with grief and loss, especially those separated from children through quarrels, resentment or misunderstanding. We pray too for all those who mourn the loss of their child and those who mourn the loss of a parent. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, we thank you for those of our families and community who have shared your love with us and who are now at peace. We pray too for those who have died recently, for those whose anniversaries fall at this time. For all we remember. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Pray for a moment in silence, bringing our particular thanksgivings and our prayers to God. Gracious God, hear our prayer. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Our final hymn, How Great Thou Art.
And thank you for joining us today on this um, act of worship as we reflect on all those who nurture us. A final blessing. God of outrageous love, thank you that we cannot fall out of your love, no matter what our mistakes. As you welcome us with ever open arms, enlarge our hearts and minds to serve you faithfully and to love outrageously. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Friends, God bless you.